You're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. Uh, we're chatting to the wonderful Hemi Hemingway, who is just celebrating the release of their second album, or their, their debut album, I guess, uh, Strangers Again. How are you going, Hemi? How's it going this morning? Morena, I'm great, thank you. Yeah, it's a beautiful day, and... Uh, yeah, just feeling feeling positive and happy. <laughs> That's excellent. That's uh, a good way to start the morning, I guess. Now, first and foremost, congratulations on the release of Strangers Again. It must feel amazing to have it out there in the universe for the public to enjoy. Thank you so much. It is really special, and it's really it's it's really satisfying because it's just been this the last you know it's been ready for about a year mm. um and it's taken about three years in total to to get here so i'm really really thrilled to have it just out out there awesome and that's um i'm glad you brought that up because that's a i find a really interesting point and you bring it up in your press kit um it, it was quite a journey to get to this point in the album so do you mind sharing with the listeners just a little bit of the like where it where the inception of the album was and the journey that it took to get to the release. Sure. Um, yeah, so it kind of started uh, straight after I finished. I was living in London through lockdown when I wrote my first CP, and then I just went straight into writing this album. And uh, in that time, uh, came back to New Zealand for what was meant to be six months, ended up being seven and a half months. <laughs> uh, and so I was still writing the album in that time. And then... While I was back in New Zealand for that time, because I was still living in London, I decided that I wanted to move back to New Zealand. Mm. So then had to go back to London <laughs> to pack up all my stuff and say goodbye and like you know, you know, tie up loose ends and stuff. Yeah. And then I was over there for three months, still kind of putting the finishing touches on it, and then sent it to the label while I was back there, and then came back and had a whole release plan and uh, put a band together over here and just made sure everything was ready to go amazing so when yeah. when you were writing it do you sorry i'm not i'm gonna butcher this question but do you like compose all the parts of all the instrumentation or do you sort of give it to the band and go like hey just do what you want with this well so i'm i've had about five different iterations of the band so far Ah, uh, yeah and uh, but the one that's on now is really good and i hope everyone sticks around fingers crossed but yeah i i've composed everything i've uh, sort of played everything except for the saxophone i've kind of done everything else yeah. on the on, on all the recordings so far um which has been nice you know I, yeah it's really nice to have sort of a big vision and kind of be able to sort of do it my own way in my own at my own pace and that mm. kind of thing but um yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to more collaboration and getting different uh, different energy and different voices on the on the recordings for the future. You know, absolutely. It must be a. Gr- uh, I mean, to learn how to or to be able to collaborate with other musicians is like a very important thing, right? And it will grow mm. you musically. Um, absolutely. Now you 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 were actually in uh, Autiporti visiting uh, recently, and we had you in studio, which was always wonderful in-person guests and interviews are always so much more exciting um yep. so how how was that uh trip how's that tour been oh it was really good yeah um it was my first time playing in a lot of places actually first time playing Whanganui um Tamaki Makoto uh uh Ohineho, which I think is Littleton yeah mm. and then Otipoti as well 
Um, first time, well, second time in Dunedin, but the, the first time I was there, I only spent about 12 hours there. Um, so, <laughs> and depending um, on the weather, that might be enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I loved it. It was so nice to just hang out and, um, and uh, you know, just look around and just meet some really interesting people and see some places. And it's a beautiful city. And uh, played at yours, which is such a cool, mm. you know, such a cool um, venue slash restaurant slash cafe slash everything. It does know. it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so great. I loved it. I really did love it. Awesome. So, I mean, you've so you've just come back from tour and you're releasing the album now. Is there another tour planned or are you going to let it marinate for a little bit before you um, uh, go about Aotearoa again? Yeah, I might. I was wanting to just kind of jump straight into another tour, but um, after having gone through the last one, <laughs> I, think I, need, <laughs> I think I need a tiny break. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I'm going to try. Uh, I'm going to start booking for sort of maybe early next year to yeah. do uh, to do an album album to tour the album. So yeah, I like the way of saying of you saying that like to let it marinate because mm. you know people might then be familiar with it and then. To see the songs live will be really special and yeah and i saw um hans puckett actually play last weekend oh, and uh, yes. that gave me a lot of faith because they were touring their album that they released in november last year yes yeah so yeah i'm like okay you can do that it's okay so that was really cool yeah and i, I mean, think it, were, um, yeah i think i mean oh. you, it's good to have that connection you give the audience and people time to connect to that and you never know like how many people are going to discover that album before you start touring again so you might have you know a whole oh, another yeah. batch of new fans. Well, oh. this is it exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, what have you got? Any shows planned in the next wee while? Uh, yeah, got one. Um, it's called uh, Rad Fest. <laughs> Love it. Um, a new town in Wellington. So, um, uh, my friend Upper he runs a record store called Creeps, which yeah. is uh, celebrating its fourth birthday. So, yeah, we're, um, he's putting thirteen bands over four different venues which would be really cool. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and one of them is the new um, renovated Newtown Community Centre. So, and the, I've seen the room in there. It looks incredible. So, yeah, fingers crossed to get to play in there. But oh, um, wherever, we'll be fine. So, yeah. So, that's October 7th, and that'll be really, really fun. Some really, really cool bands. Oh, I love it. Good stuff. And then, aside from that, nothing else just yet. Oh, yeah, nothing just yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you, you've just come on. Yeah, you you said it before. Like, you do have to give yourself space after a tour. Um, yeah, it can be yeah. quite draining. It's a shame that in New Zealand it's so expensive to get uh, to whatever island you're not currently like living in, which okay. is a real shame. And I feel like in the South Island, we um, sometimes it feels like Christchurch and Dunedin are the only places they actually get artists. And we appreciate yeah. you coming. So uh, please think of us when you're planning the album tour. <laughs> oh, absolutely, 100. percent I want to try bring the whole band down. Oh yeah, but yeah. you're right. It is it is expensive. You know, mm. one person a one one person on a flight compared to six people in a vehicle on the ferry. I mean, you yeah. can play over the ferry, but it's so awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is great. Obviously, it's amazing. But sometimes you're just playing to people who don't want to yeah. hear you. Oh, man. I yeah. imagine. Before I die, that's what I want to do. That's my like musical dream. Yeah. Play on the Inter-Islander. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to a crowd that couldn't care less. <laughs> um, 
Hemi, thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to I'm going to have to cut this short because we've got uh, a super stacked lineup of interviews today. No worries. And I'm yeah, about yeah, to cool. play your track "Alone in the Morning." Um, what does this track mean for you? Uh, this song is kind of uh, it's a song about um, pain, <laughs> which sounds grim, but it's sort of about how um, you know pain can start to feel like a like familiar and like a close a close mm. companion yeah um and you know especially when you're going through something quite big it can feel it can to feel something can be quite can be quite um important to you um and so it's kind of acknowledging that but then also sort of acknowledging that you can't let it linger for too long mm. because otherwise it can start to kind of take hold of you uh and it can be hard to break that break out of it so it's mm. kind of you know it's kind of um yeah it's sort of a an ode to um coping yeah and and but healthily <laughs> wonderful what a, i mean yeah. it's a great a great uh thing to write music about well oh, thank you so much uh Hemi. i'll stay on the line and i'll have a quick chat to okay. you afterwards but awesome. here is Hemi hemingway's track alone in the morning go and stream the brand spanking new album it's out today you could be the first one to stream it who knows it's strangers again you don't want to miss out this is alone in the morning you're listening to radio one at 91 fm and we have got chris hazelwood and i have forgotten the other name my apologies and andrew moore uh about the king loser doco up next keep it locked on radio one 91 fm Say solitude is a curse, but then again, so is love, and it cuts so much deeper and it burns so much worse. That was a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.